The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Thank you very much, Alliance. Ready to go uh, with our wake-up song and everything else all set up and ready to go. I got an email from somebody that's, uh, and they're right. I said this last night. I'm like, oh, my God. DeAndre Ayton is, the, you know, I've been bitching about DeAndre Ayton for a while, but last night was, that was his worst performance in the Sun's uniform. He was Absolutely horrible, and I think uh, very easily would have been the blame for if they'd have lost that game. He's the blame for why it was so close. And then it dawned on me somewhere in the third quarter. It's April twentieth. It's four twenty. Oh, yeah. How do you expect that? He is he exactly is right. Red man. He's he is high as out there, and we should have known better. In a way, now you have to turn your anger towards Monty Williams and the coaching staff for knowing you started DeAndre Ayton on four twenty. And gave him a very crucial role in the in Los Angeles, where the weed it just smells like weed everywhere over there. Outside, they're allowed to smoke it anywhere they want, and it's constant weed stink. DeAndre can't go to L.A. a day early, go outside to go get like a you know a burrito or something on, and smell that delicious dream island weed he loves so much, and not partake. He was high. It all adds up. 420 DeAndre Ayton gets the day off. That's probably why Kawhi Leonard didn't play. You can't be in... Look, when I went there for the Suns-Clippers playoff game a couple years ago, me and K-Ray marveled at how... how There wasn't a pocket of our day that didn't smell like weed. We couldn't find a safe space in L.A. that doesn't smell like somebody's openly smoking. Our hotel smelled like weed. Outside the hotels... It outdoors smells like weed. That's how much is going on. DeAndre can't survive that. So it, this is on Monty now that you think about it. You got, you're in a weed-infested town. One one more game on Saturday? Yeah, they, they got to get out of L.A. Yeah. And now what well, the worst part is, the next step is Denver. Oh, man. If they go to Denver next, you're going to lose DeAndre Doom. completely with that Rocky Mountain Kush. There's gonna no have his way. Own, he have might his own stay. Music oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> did you have it? Oh, yeah. 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 From the University of Arizona in his fifth season, number 22, DeAndre Ayton. He's the one crawling on the court right now. Isles of Stone. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to clean my room until I got high. This was going on in DeAndre's head all night last night. I was going to get up and find the broom, but then I got high. Yeah, this is DeAndre's new walk. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, all that dude does is think of mangoes, weed, and video games. And yesterday on 420, 
his little job got in the way, you know, of being a, a max contract center for the playoff team that uh, of choice in the NBA. Idiot. Go to the next. Go to the next. Go to the next. I noticed when Bismarck was in, uh, I saw him playing Candy Crush. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Definitely, he had his phone in his pocket. That's the one thing you got to do is take pockets out of the jerseys and uniforms. DeAndre will use it for phone. Oh, DeAndre. It's him. Because I got high. Because I got high. Bastard. <laughs> yeah, third quarter, I turned to Brian. I'm like, it's 420. That's why this idiot can't hold on to the ball. He's It's a balloon to him. He wants to bat. He's like, he thinks he's a cat and that's a ball of yarn. He's an idiot. I have paws. Yeah. And you know, Monty's like, all right, DeAndre. You know, he's in his face. We got to get you out. You got to strengthen up. You got to get hard. You got to, you know, get out there. And right. Something. Hold right. that ball above your head. What are you thinking, man? I wasn't gonna DeAndre. I'm Batman. Are you in there? Uh, I'm serious, man. What is going on? Pull right over and stop. And all DeAndre hears is this. And. All right, coach. Could I get a grilled cheese? Hey, when's halftime, coach? Because my buzz is starting to lift. Until I got Say what? Say what? Just that laugh. <laughs> Why are you laughing, DeAndre? This is not funny. <laughs> this big gopher is yelling at me. What? <laughs> I've had it with him. Hey, Coach, you're not wearing glasses anymore. <laughs> you ain't Coach Monty. Coach Monty has spectacles. You is a different coach. <laughs> I ain't got to listen to you. I don't know who you are. Well, somebody give me a goddamn Sharpie. I got a draw on glasses so DeAndre knows it's me. He's sitting facing the crowd. Yeah. He just sometimes be like, all right, DeAndre, get the... DeAndre! DeAndre! He's up in the crowd eating popcorn. Oh, we still doing this? <laughs> I thought the games was over. Hey, <clears throat> where's Coach Monty? God damn it, DeAndre, I am Coach Monty. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got your eyes cut. <laughs> I hate him. I do. I hate him. You want the ball? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a nightmare. But again, they're they're in a hotel room right now, and he's playing Candy Crush or Call of Duty or something. <laughs> he's like, and then he's going to get that knock on his door. Hey, DeAndre, you want to go grab some breakfast for practice? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I want to eat some stuff. Let's go outside. And then you smell outside. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Hey, how come there's all these wet towels at your door, DeAndre? <laughs> I don't know. It's Wainwright was in here. I'll go with you, coach. Yeah. It's Devin. <laughs> okay, Devin, coach. When did you get hired as our coach? When the glasses man got fired. DeAndre, DeAndre you're going the wrong way. Oh, right. Idiot. I just, yeah, I can't stand that guy. He's driving me bananas. Driving us all bananas. Uh, this guy says, John, I'm worried about you talking about Russell Westbrook because we all said the same thing last night. He's, he's going to be a murderer in his next career. And it says, uh, I'm, I was telling you, I'm pretty sure I know who he's going to kill too. After listening to you this morning, there's definitely going to be an alert on my phone someday that says local DJ killed by Russell Westbrook <laughs> reporting <laughs> live from your desk. Griselda Soltino, KTAR News. Yeah, he's going to bust us. He's going to kill him. And uh, my friend Scott Haynes, funniest listener, said, I guarantee you Russell Westbrook kills a barista at Starbucks 
for just writing what looks like West Brick on his glass. It's probably spelled right. She was just in a hurry. Which one of you mother wrote West Brick on my latte? I believe it says Westbrook, sir. You will die today by my hand. It'll be a spree. It'll be Starbucks, <laughs> restaurant, <laughs> tables ready. <laughs> One more mother <laughs> says Westbrook, the whole place dies. <laughs> Every restaurant Russell Westbrook goes to is he pours gas around it just in case. Mr. Westbrook, I'm sorry, Westbrook. Oh, that's it. This bitch burns now. Yeah, uh, uh, comments are coming in. About Russell Westbrook? Uh, well, no, about, about DeAndre, DeAndre yeah. getting... But then I got high. What, what they saying, man? Uh, I can't read some of them. I love them. Uh, uh, I'll read them. <laughs> this one says, Goobity goop, dibbly doop, where's my weed? He's Towley. He's Towley. His new nickname in this town is Towley. You're a towel. That's DeAndre Ayton. Want to get high? That's, I guarantee you... DeAndre and Towley have a lot in common. <laughs> hey. Shoot that Holmgren. He's funny, man. This is good. Shit. You want to get high? Sure, Towley. I'll get high with you. But, and it's funny because every time the Suns have like a I guess it's the NBA in general. Remember in the 90s when they had Richard Dumas and we had Pookie because he oh, couldn't keep man. his hands off the oh, crack? Yeah. <laughs> Where is he? We can't find him. <laughs> After listening yesterday, maybe uh, DeAndre was confused because he thought he was playing basketball with solar panels. Now that's enough. <laughs> it was a joke for yesterday. Let's not drag it on with us into the future. Who wrote that? Who, who is this? Anthony Miller? <laughs> Lose your job. DeAndre, you want to get in there? Bismarck doing all right. Let him keep going. He looked like a solar panel. That brother is absorbing the sun's light and giving us energy. He had his noise-canceling headphones on before the game, and this song was just over and on. He doesn't need noise-canceling headphones. It's always in his head. All right, we're going to run a high pick and roll here. We're going to screen side. DeAndre, DeAndre, you want to get high? Not right now, DeAndre. Look, Tally, catch the ball. I don't have hands. I'm a towel. You're a towel. You're a towel. He's Towie. And Monty just sounds like Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah, that's when he's what I am. Yeah. You're a towel. <laughs> Towie Aiton. It's happening. Anyway. And I'm also getting a lot of emails. we got to get off of DeAndre because I'll go all day just bitching and crying about everything he did wrong yesterday because it was an hour's worth of material on it. And they won. You walk away mad because you're like, God. And you know why? It's cause but it wasn't good enough. Because I'm six feet. I'm white. I had never given the gift of seven-foot athletic body. I'd never given the gift. And I wouldn't have wasted it the way this man has. He is just physically gifted. You look at him, and that is that is no choice. That's nothing he did. He became seven feet tall. And, just, and to his credit, he stays in shape. He looks great. He's, I would never have wasted seven feet like that. I would be working... Every day to go, how am I seven feet tall and my hands don't work on a basketball? Like the basketball itself seems to be like, like, like I'm a magnet and it's a magnet. They, they, they push each other away. Goldberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Goldberg's morning sickness.
He can't hold it. Bismarck went up and got a rebound last night, pulled it down, and somebody tried to pull it away. And that dude's body just started twisting like a tornado, like nobody gets this. Like he was holding a baby. He was protecting it with his life. DeAndre's batting it around. Balloons! And then little guys just go, give me that. And it's easy, and it pops right out of his hands. Even though they're not in the playoffs, you know Mark Cuban's sitting there going, thank God oh, we got Luca. Thank oh, God the Suns yeah. did the, the wrong thing. I would have picked DeAndre nine times out of, of nine. Of course, everybody would, yeah. But I don't know. Not me. I always felt. I was going to go to the class. You're a towel. You want to get high? And I could have passed. Taliating maybe in the squares later today. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting all these emails about, uh, I don't even know if it's a thing, if it's a real thing or not, but there's evidently some sort of new Arizona laws about shooting people. <laughs> have you seen that? Like, I got a ton of emails, and I'm like, there must have been something on the news yesterday. Got all these people. I heard Broomhead talking about it yesterday. Yeah, did they change something? Some, some I guy think they're trying might... to explain it better so everybody kind of understands it. Is it from the guy that uh, went to the now? wrong house? Well, there's been three of them. Yeah, yeah. there's been some crazy Because yeah, that's what the, or the guy who emailed me said. There's been three different things. Two people went to the wrong house, and old people shot him. Yeah. So one, one kid was looking for his brother and walked into the wrong place, thinking his brother was in there. He was like, oh, I'm at the wrong house. And the old man wasted no time and just plugged him. And then some girl did the same thing, looking for her sister, pulled up into the driveway of the wrong house, and some old lady came out and started firing away. And then, you know, just, you know, you're going through the wrong spots. So the, so the, the, evident- the law was changed that quick. I, it's, it's, it, I don't think it was changed. Yeah, I they're think just, it's just talking just about what you're allowed to do. Right, yeah. Discussion. Because it used to be, and I don't know if this is changed, it used to be if someone's robbing you and they don't pose a threat and they start to walk away, you can't shoot them. And now that's kind of gray. You know. Well, it just depends. You can't, you know, you got to be, your life's got to be threatened or right. something like that. If, they come if somebody's towards, walking right? with your TV, you right. can't shoot them. Because that's what, we're going to do that tonight. Yeah, I didn't even understand the, I didn't get the full story of the guy. I thought, it sounded like he just went to the door. But higher, the yeah. Well, one of the kids walked into the house thinking they're in here. And he was in the wrong house. And the old man happened to be armed and dangerous right then and there. But there had to be more to that. Like, the, there had to be some sort of altercation. Because otherwise, if, if you open the door to the wrong house, especially if it's an 85-year-old house, because immediately it smells like ointment and diapers and candy and, sure. and fish well, and you remember sure. when you were talking about it at one time? Hummels everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're tripping over you Werther's wrappers. The doorway. Yeah. Well, well does the law protect that in a way that in it, your that's home, trespassing? Right. But you but you better leave your story. That's exactly. what my, my cop said. My cop friend told me that 20 years ago. He's like, look, somebody's in your house and you shoot them. You better leave one story, yours, because if they're alive, they'll tell the tale that they were trying to run away from you, you know, and then now you got to, that's what we, with Tactical Black, would do that, you know, when to use higher force situations. So if you've got a gun and I've got a gun and we're in an argument or whatever, and you see my gun and suddenly you're like, he's got a gun and your brain snaps and goes, so do I. So you draw yours and now I'm thinking, this guy's going to shoot me with his gun. I've got a gun too. There's no bad guy. We both thought the other guy was a bad guy. Neither of us really. So now it's murder. Yeah. You know, so now you're, now you're not dealing with I was protecting myself. I saw him go for his gun and the other guy's like, he had a gun. He was going to go for it. You have the same story. So I know it sounds terrible. That's what my cop friend told me years ago. Said, Look, if you're in an altercation, you're in your house and you shoot a guy who's stealing your stuff, drag him back in the house. Leave evidence stains to say this dude and I got into it and I had to kill him. Leave a story, lie, do whatever you need to do, but don't let cameras in your house tell a different story either. If he's running away, don't shoot him. But if he's in your place and walking, plug away. 
That's hey, my rule. Can't shoot them in the back. If they're running no, from right. you, you can't shoot them. But the, according to what these people are emailing me with, this must have been a news story I missed because I'm all I'm doing is watching basketball. They're saying that now if somebody's robbing your car and you see it, or if somebody's like messing around on your porch, you no, you can shoot them. Oh, if you if you confront them and then they they don't back away, you can claim you felt like your life. I wouldn't shoot anybody in that situation. You're gonna steal stuff out of my car. Have at it. I'm not going to go out there and find out you're and the I worst person in the world shooting at me first. The reason why some people are frustrated because now with a lot of, you know, with uh, retail stores or Circle K, stuff like that, uh, that people can, you're not supposed to do anything. Right, just let them go. Yeah. Because you don't know. It's just, and, and, and there is that element of like, okay, you're not going to shoot anybody over a, a yeah. case of Natty Light and Which some Funyuns. Yeah. You get your, and you start chasing them, you've just escalated the situation. But I don't know what everybody thinks of this, but I think. What I get out of it is that everybody wants to shoot someone. Like all these emails pop up. Like, what do you think of that? Do you think I should shoot someone? No, I don't think you should shoot anybody. I think if anybody's in my house, I'm plugging. Like if I if I, if you're not supposed to be in there and you surprise me, I'll give you a warning. I'm giving you a chance to leave the premise. I'm, it's going to be a, a blink. I'm not. I'm not going to let you think about like what's in your pocket. I'm not going to let you think about like okay, he's giving me time. Time means that he's got things to think about. I'm not doing that much if you're in my house doing dumb stuff. I answer the door with one behind my back. There's, there's no way. <laughs> hey, unless you text me and tell me you're coming over. That's if I'm just true. sitting on the couch and all of a sudden the doorbell starts ringing at 7 o'clock at night, well, I ain't answering it. Yeah. You're also looking at helicopters at your ceiling yeah. all the yeah. time. <laughs> they're watching me. <laughs> they're me. me and Furious. Yeah, I don't think the... Uh, yeah, I don't think the... Like the desire to shoot people should be so high that you immediately email oh, me like I heard I this, this I heard this new news. Hey, what do you think of this? I'm like I don't know what to think of it. I think that if someone's in your house and you feel like you should shoot them, that's enough for me. You know, unless it's your wife or something. I, that that I, you got to clear that up. Someone you don't know doing bad things is in your house. All right, Pistorius. Yeah, yeah I don't really, like if someone's in your house and you shouldn't do anything, you should just start firing away. <laughs> yeah, Oscar's gonna crawl down the hallway and put one through the door. She was taking stuff out of the bathroom. I think you should always be careful uh, when you've got a loaded weapon and you're wandering around looking for somebody. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that, though. If somebody's in my house, I'm not going to give you time. Time is on your side. If I'm not willing to, you know, let you know, I'll let you know I'm there. Hey, I got a gun and I'm coming at you. I might even say I got a gun because then he's going to go, okay, me too. But if I, if I can see you, yeah, I don't know. Stop thinking about shooting each other so much. All those emails came up. I'm reading them like I got like 10 or 12 in a row. I'm like, it must have been a news thing yesterday. It must have been something that people got all excited about. There is that, yeah. The, and the one guy says the castle doctrine extends out to our vehicles. That's true. If somebody's stealing your property and running away with it, you can still shoot them. But, you like, don't. Because if you hit them in the knee and you've got homeowner's insurance, guess what? You're getting sued. If you, if you don't have your, I'm learning this, if you don't have your stuff in a trust, your bank accounts are at risk. So don't mess around. You need to shoot the chest or the head. (laughs) Right. Don't do the Biden. Don't do the Biden. Don't do the shoot him in the leg and wound him and let him tell the story of how they weren't not a threat and running away. Yeah, it's weird. DeAndre, what would what would DeAndre do? I wonder. I think he's. I don't know if him. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. That's what he would do. Somebody's in his house. Hey, somebody in my house. Hey, see the the homeowner seen us. You guys got any weed? You want to get high? <laughs> we robbing you, man. You're a towel. Hey, cause I 
It'd be a misfire. Drop the gun. DeAndre will smoke yeah. oh, you. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Hopefully, DeAndre lives with somebody who's got hands because his wrists can't pull a trigger because his fingers don't work. Or whoever's in the house would take the gun away. Oops. His fingers only work when it's pinching on like a tiny little joint. You want to get high? Imagine walking in. Smoke this food. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll smoke it. You want to get high? I hate DeAndre. And he's probably going to be like a hero. And For I, what? I don't know. Eventually, he's going to do something heroic, another valley oop, which was just him batting the ball back in. What? What happened? What happened? We won. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to get high? We got another game tomorrow. Oh. You want to get high? Because I got. He's an idiot. Yeah. So I don't know what that was about, but thanks for all the. The warnings that evidently everybody wants to shoot each other. It's crazy. That's enough. Uh, Oh, yeah, I forgot. I had another email. A guy who uh, said his brother died. And and he's making terrible jokes. People are dealing with death in strange ways. So I got... uh, Yesterday, Amy, we were golfing over at the Mesa Country Club. We were invited out to Mesa Country Club yesterday with uh, Eric Bryan from Precision Air and his uh, deviant son, Bodie. And we're golfing. And Almost killed somebody. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, could have killed a couple of people. We, we uh, Before I left, Amy says, oh, you're going over to Mesa Country Club. My mom lives right there. I'm like, oh, no kidding. Where? And she goes, the cemetery across the street. And I'm like, wow, that's dark. <laughs> that's like a great one. But that is dark even for me. That's dark. Uh, and then her friend wears a shirt that says, my dad is dead. <laughs> you just wow. pass, just so people don't ask questions. <laughs> And I kind of like it. I think we're dealing with death a little bit better than we used to. It's not as scary. It's kind of fun. And, you know, it's something we're all going to do. So let's play with it. Now, a dude emailed me about his brother. He's like, dude. I've been- th- that's the funny thing is that shirt would bring more questions. Yeah, but they're fun questions. Yeah. Well, it's got daddy issues. Dead? Nope, yes. my dad's yeah. dead. Yeah, nope, daddy's dead. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, so another guy's like, I was making jokes about it. Everybody said I was insensitive. And he goes, trust me, my brother was no saint. He listened to your show. He'd be laughing right along with us, so screw him. I'm like, all right. And then he signed the email, <laughs> Connor Clapton. I'm like, this guy might be the darkest human being alive. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. Terrible. So, but I'm, I'm really like something's going on in my emails today that are very strange. Everybody wants to shoot each other. We're talking about dead things. This guy says, I'm the same as you, Brett. If you don't let me know you're coming over and I got a gun, or I, if you don't let me know you're coming over, I have a gun pointed at my door as I answer it. Mm-hmm. I don't think robbers knock, dude. I guess that's a home invasion. I'm not really, I just don't answer the door. Well, there was that story. I think it was uh, somebody posted that. Uh, Somebody posed as like the gas company up yeah. in Peoria yeah. or something, busted right in. You know, as soon as you open the door, I'm not doing that. I don't answer the door for that. I'll go outside. That's the good thing about having that second front door. You knock on one side, but I can open the other one and go, "Everything all right?" They can't come screaming in. Yeah. If they start running at me, then I can shut it. That yeah. screen, yeah, locked <laughs> comes in handy. <laughs> locked screen. <laughs> I can just see. You're an idiot. The screen. They is can't the see it. It is not a deterrent, and don't act like you put it up to be one. Hello, friendo. <laughs> it is. In fact, 
people go to your door with a gun drawn to, to try to avoid a new conversation that you because they got a job to do. Amazon guy, what's going on? Best defense out there. I want some bread or I'm making some butter. I'm churning butter. How about some beef tallow? I got a job to do, man. I can't talk to you all day. You're my friend. Cup of lard. This, you've got them fooled too because they don't know that's a screen door. It looks like a shut door until you're standing on the other end of it. How's it going today? Jesus Christ! You scared me! That's a screen! So I can see you and you can't see me, new friend. <laughs> Wanna get high? Anyway. Uh, yesterday, when we were golfing, uh, I have... This is an inner dilemma I have right now. So I have a terrible day of golf. Couldn't hit the ball to save my ass. It was fun. We had a great time because the people are fun. But we're goofing around. And no, I don't think anybody was really having that good a day. I mean, you were kind of off and everybody was like, meh. Uh, a lot of cheating. I've seen a lot of kick balls, and I'm like, there's no point in keeping score. Here's dudes moving stuff around. Don't count that, Danny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Danny, you didn't see anything that was too close to a tree, Danny. Well, that's the whole point of trees. No wagering. Yeah, no, yeah, just moving ball. I'm like, all right, scores don't matter. So I just wrote down like a billion. I didn't care. So uh, we're playing around, uh, and we goof on each other the whole day. You know, you're, you're, that's what guys do. It's a thing. And Bodie is uh, Eric Bryan's son. He runs NewACUnit.com. He's like the king of that thing. Yeah. So I know Bodie, and I know Eric, and we hang out, and we're, we're, they're good. But Bodie's younger than us, so Eric and I are the same age. You're a little older. And Bodie's like, next generation downs. And so we give him a little heat about, you know, everything, really. And so uh, he's, you know, he's playing along. He's good. He can he keep up. And so he's, he's a good golfer. He's playing the game. Uh, but his towel dropped out of his bag, so I stuffed it in my pants. And the next time we got up to the next tee box, I just pulled his golf towel out. And I'm like, hey, you're going to want this bag. It fell. And he's like, oh, is there anything these guys won't, you know, touch it with their dick? Ruined a couple of his shots. Right, yeah. And for a couple, and afterwards, he's just like, oh, man, all my stuff is getting, his dick is on everything. So we're playing with Bodie, joking around. Well, Bodie decides he's going to try to get back at me on the 18th tee box. So I've got my uh, three wood. On the tee box, ready to go. Why is that, John? Well, because I broke my driver over my knee. <laughs> oh, finally, you, you lost yeah. the club, huh? Oh, finally. I do it every round. I think it's hilarious and it's fun. I thought for a while you were you were pretty good. Once you got your new clubs, you oh, were... Oh, no, I broke the new clubs within a couple of weeks. Oh, all right, my down. bad. Yeah. It's down to the reserve driver. Yeah, the, this is the backup driver. And that's not because I broke the driver. The driver I put down and it broke. It's a PXG club. I... I Gave it a light toss to the grassy ground, and when I went back, it was in half. Yeah, that was a freak. And that was just a goofy, weird thing. So that one, I didn't. I wasn't angry or like trying to be funny. I just broke it. So yesterday, I hit a drive, and it looks like I've never swung a golf club. These things are no good, and I just snapped it over my knee, and everybody laughs, and it's fun, and I think it's great, because I'm not like raging angry. It's usually out of a laugh. So the respect for a golf club in me, eh, well, I don't really care. So I have my three-wood out, because my one, my, and I'm killing the three-wood all day, and I, and I go back, and I... You know, backswing in full, get down, make contact with the ball, and suddenly another golf club is flying in front of me, and my follow-through hits that golf club. Jesus. And Bodie had tossed his driver in front of me during my swing to distract me. Basically, well, to try to hit the ball off the tee. Right. But what it did was hit my golf club and broke it in half. Oh, my, yeah, it was like so, splitting atoms. Yeah, it, the... Uh, the the head of the club flew probably 100 yards. Yeah. I mean, it went flying off the thing. Into the next fairway. And Bodie's little joke has backfired beyond belief. Like, he thought he'd be funny, and now my club has been shattered by his little joke. So he keeps saying, oh, here's my th-. He's giving me a club. I'm like, I don't want your clubs. I'm laughing. I'm like, dude, we could have. That was a dude perfect moment. If that, there's no 
chance we could have done that, trying to do it a hundred times, we'd have failed a hundred times. That was a one in a million shot. So for me... And it was Caddyshack-like because there's uh, four or five uh, Lady Lopes golfers yeah, the, yeah, the Grand and backers that saw the whole thing right. happen, too. And I mean, the, everyone's like, laughing. Dying laughing, except Bodie, who, by the way... For you know, I'm getting texts from his dad saying, "Hey, Bodie, you know, he's gonna replace that. Club. He's got to replace. It. You got to let him do that." And I'm like, "You know what? No, because his guilt and misery is my currency now. I don't want anything new from him. I think <laughs> him living with guilt and misery is what I'm gonna use as payment. I'll go get my own club. But what I want is to him to live with the." silliness that he feels every time and i'm going to keep the club on and tape it up i'm going to try to hit a couple shots with it in front of him there's going to be moments when we golf again together but there's a moment in your life when you realize wow guilt is money like they, the, he could replace that club and and then the joke's over but if it lives forever because you would want to replace that club anyone that did yeah. that oh yeah well, I, well first so off really i wouldn't do that money. i wouldn't have done something yeah. Irresponsible. I mean, people that would do right. that. I mean, someone, someone could have gotten killed. Yeah. That, the, the, Very head of the, the head of that club could have shot straight back into my head. And, Took you know. out Mr. Underhill. In the yes. Next. And also, look, Brett, a, uh, the club was so sharp oh, and screwed up, it chopped up my elbow because it was just a complete explosion. Hilarious. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I think that that's a life lesson that I'd like to pass on to everyone else is when someone does something terrible to you, don't get money. Let them live with the guilt and remind them of it every day like I'm going to do Bodie Bryan forever and ever for his shenanigans joke, for his Jack Ashtray. Now, lucky for him, I'm cool because a lot of dudes would have lost their minds. A club bra- I've seen dudes have clubs break by a bag handler, taking them out of a trunk. And guys pull you, breaking the head off my goddamn club. The guy's losing it. And I'm like, all right. He's, you know, I didn't say it. He didn't do anything. The kid was just almost breaking. A lot of people would have lost their minds, made him, you know, immediately do some push-ups or something. I don't know what you do. You just punished him immediately. A lot of people lost. I stayed cool because I realized I'm going to slow bleed this for the rest of his life. And, and look, for mine too. So it, the good thing is he'll never forget it. Uh, and the positive for him is maybe there's seven or eight years of me being alive anymore. So he doesn't have that long to live with it. <laughs> Hang in there for 10 years. But, man. yeah, when jokes backfire, I don't want money. I don't want replacement stuff. I want you to be guilty of it. And then last night his texts were, I know you're not mad, bro, but, I mean, I really do need to replace that club. I'm like, absolutely not, Bodie. Absolutely not. Your guilt is enough for me because you're going to have to live with that for a while. I text him back uh, in the middle of the evening yesterday. I just said, uh, Despite your horribly immature and irrational behavior on the golf course, I don't want you to feel bad about that expensive joke you played on me. Lucky for you, I'm very understanding. I believe grace and forgiveness is essential, especially when dealing with acts of humor that aren't meant to harm, despite your acting, uh, despite your act harming me and costing me time, money, and anguish. Don't spend one more minute of your day, Bodie, worrying that I'm upset or you should be indebted. Your guilt is my currency. I'm going to replace the club myself and tell this story to everyone for years. And that's more than any club replacement can do. I'll also remind you of this egregiously irresponsible act for the rest of our lives. I'm cool as F. And I'm not even a little bothered by your incredibly stupid and terrible behavior. <laughs> One in a million, man. And it's true. And I'm going to just text him every once in a while. Last night I texted. I said, just look at my golf bag. <laughs> you, Bodie Bryan. <laughs> Breaking people's stuff is, is not cool. But he didn't mean to. I, I swear to God, we could go in the, we could go in the parking lot. 
for three hours today and try to recreate that, it wouldn't happen. And I don't even know how his driver survived that. Uh, it was contact. yeah, his was the one that took the brunt of it. And mine fell apart. It was great, good fun. So if you've got a friend out there that's done something wrong, don't make them replace whatever it is they've done. Make them live in horrible guilt forever. That's that's the Catholic way. That's what, yes, what would Jesus do? That. He made a book about it. Like, oh, constantly remind them that they should be guilty of their bad deeds. That's the right thing. That's the right. DeAndre, do you agree? Want to get high? All right, that's enough of him. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It's going to be a great weekend this oh, weekend. It's, it's time week. to hit them trails. So uh, go on over there to Action Ride Shop. Pick yourself up a new bike. If you're not sure what you want, well, you can rent one there. They got they got everything and all the experience and knowledge to get you on the right track. So ActionRideShop.com or just go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, you got uh, Falling in Reverse, Kitty, Static X, Avenged Sevenfold, Amity Fliction, Rammstein. And then, of course, we get into the Aitons at the Sublime, <laughs> Cypress Hill, Insane in the Brain, uh, Down with Hail to the Leaf, uh, BLS Stoned and Drunk, uh, Cottonmouth King, Where's the Weed? Yeah, we got to do something for uh, DeAndre. DeAndre? I like the Where's the Weed. I don't know the Cottonmouth King song, though, so maybe we should go Hail to the Leaf. Is that better? Yeah, it's the better of so. the two. All right, hail so, to yeah. the Leaf is what we'll do. Insane in the Membranes. Uh, that Cypress Hill is the one I want to go with. That's a better one, yeah. Insane in the brain. I got it. Oh, you got it? Yeah, we're good. This week on the 8th. Yeah. Want to get high? Yeah. This has to happen every time his, his ring doorbell. I, I guarantee you when his phone rings, it starts like this. It's got... <laughs> Is DeAndre there? Want to get high? <laughs> it's for you, DA. Happy 421, because I know you're not stopping. <laughs> Cypress Hill at your wake-em-ups. Go. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.